grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Everlasting God, in your endless love for all people, you sent our Lord Jesus Christ to take on our nature, yet we crucified him. Nevertheless, you brought out of this tragedy new life in the glorious victory of his resurrection. Give us faith that even in the greatest suffering, you can bring out of it new possibilities for healing through your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. The Old Testament reading is taken from the book of Isaiah chapter 50, beginning with the fourth verse. This text, the third of the four servant songs in Isaiah, speaks of the servant's obedience amid persecution. Though the servant had, has been variously understood as the prophet himself or a remnant of a faithful Israel, Christians have often recognized the figure of Christ in these poems. A reading from Isaiah. The Lord God has given me the tongue of a teacher, that I may know how to sustain the weary with a word. Morning by morning he wakens, wakens my ear to listen as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backwards. I gave him, I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. 
The Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who are my adversaries? Let them confront me. It is the Lord God who helps me. Who will declare me guilty? Word of God, word of life. Please join in singing the song responsively.
The epistle reading, reading is taken from Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. Paul quotes from an early Christian hymn that describes Jesus' humble obedience in his incarnation as a human being, even to death, and his exaltation and glory as Lord of all. A reading from Philippians. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God God, as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Word of God, word of life. Gospel according to St. Luke, the 22nd chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. When the hour came, Jesus took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup is poured out for you, is the new covenant of my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with me, and his hand is on the table. For the Son of Man is going as it has been determined, but woe to that one by whom he is betrayed. 
Then they began to ask one another which one of them it could be who would do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which one of them was to be regarded as the greatest. But he said to them, the kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors, but not so with you. Rather, the greatest among you must become like the youngest, and the leader like one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you, just as my Father has conferred on me, a kingdom, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, listen. Satan has demanded to sift all of you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your own faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. And he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the cock will not crow this day until you have denied three times that you know me. He said to them, when I sent you out without a purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? They said, no, not a thing. He said to them, but now the one who has a purse must take it, and likewise a bag. And the one who has no sword must sell his cloak and buy one. For I tell you, this scripture must be fulfilled in me. And he was counted among the lawless. And indeed, what is written about me is being fulfilled. They said, Lord, look, here are two swords. He replied, it is enough. He came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he said to them, pray that you may not come into the time of trial. Then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength. In his anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat become, became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. When he got up from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping because of grief. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. While he was still speaking, suddenly a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, is it with a kiss that you are betraying the Son of Man? When those who were around him saw what was coming, they asked, Lord, should we strike with the sword? 
Then one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple police, and the elders who had come for him, have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a bandit? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. But Peter was following at a distance. When they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him in the firelight, stared at him and said, This man also was with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, someone else on seeing him said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then about an hour later, still another kept insisting, Surely this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. At that moment, while he was still speaking, the cock crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Now the men who were holding Jesus began to mock him and beat him. They also blindfolded him and kept asking him, Prophesy, who is it that struck you? They kept heaping many other insults on him. When the day came, the assembly of the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, gathered together, and they brought him to their council. They said, If you are the Messiah, tell us. He replied, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I question you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. All of them asked, Are you then the Son of God? He said to them, You say that I am. Then they said, What further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his lips. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
Please join me as we confess the words of our faith in the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, For the prayers of the church, we invite you to be seated or kneel, whichever is your preference. Drawn close to the heart of God, we offer these prayers for the church, the world, and all who are in need. We pray for the church, called to follow Jesus in the way of the cross. Make us faithful and courageous servants of the gospel. Help us to confront injustice and practice compassion. Lord, in your mercy. For the earth and all its inhabitants, created in love, Train us to recognize your presence in, with, and under the world around us. Awaken in us a reverence for creation that we may take greater care of its resources. Lord, in your mercy. For those in positions of authority called to lead, called to lead with integrity and compassion, supply them with courage and open-mindedness when challenged with new ideas. Deliver them from fear that limits imagination and impedes justice. Lord, in your mercy. For those who suffer, waiting for mercy and consolation, accompany those who feel abandoned or betrayed. Defend those who are wrongfully wrongly accused, 
be present to those who grieve and embrace those who are incarcerated or detained. Heal those who are ill. Lord, in your mercy. For Christians around the world, preparing this week to journey with Jesus to the cross, reveal to us once again the earth-shaking power of humble service, unmerited forgiveness, and sacrificial love. Lead us all from death to life. Lord, in your mercy. For whom or what else do the people of God pray? For my mother admitted to the hospital with sepsis that you would guide those who tend to her health and guide our family as we seek to care for both of our parents. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For peace and peace of Europe, for your mercy. Hear our prayer. Holy God, we pray for every person gathered here today. We pray as well for Susan's friend Annie, for the Unseth family, for the family of Cameron, for Jessica and her parents, for John's friend, for Phoebe's friend Jewel, for Ken recovering at home, Christine, for Megan's family, for Betty, for David, for Ben, for Jean, for Carol Ann's colleague Peter, for Sherry and her family, for Awatosh and Mulugeta, for Lee M, for John's son-in-law Jim, for Deb, Barbara, Mary, Jan, Barb, Carol, Ruth, and Denny. Be present to each of these. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We remember those who have died and who were commended into your hands. Remember us when you come into your kingdom and raise us in glory on the last day. Lord, in your mercy. Accept the prayers we bring, O God, on behalf of a world in need, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now as you are able for the great thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ. You call your people to cleanse their hearts and prepare with joy for the Paschal Feast. 
that renewed in the gift of baptism, we may come to the fullness of your grace. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks and gave it for all to drink saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Lord, inspire us to work toward your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil for the kingdom the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. All baptized Christians are invited to participate in Holy Communion. If you are participating this morning, I invite you to take out your communable and receive at my direction. Christ is among us. Receive the bread of life. This is the body of Christ broken for you. This is the blood of Christ shed for you.
Let us pray. We give you thanks, gracious God, for the love you show us in this meal. Send us to bring good news to a hurting world and to proclaim your favor to all, strengthened with the richness of your grace in your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated briefly for announcements. Welcome this Palm Sunday to Queen Anne Lutheran. If you are new to the congregation or just visiting, please fill out a Connect card found in the pew rack. We also have prayer cards available for those of you who wish to request special prayers. Please, on your way out, if you have not already, sign our Easter cards in the narthex table um, just outside the nave here. The, these cards... That's somebody probably dotting a signature somewhere. These cards uh, are really important. When we take Easter lilies to those who are homebound, it gives us uh, the opportunity to share with them from the congregation instead of just from an individual. So please sign them if you have a moment. This week, we, we uh, will have our Good Friday service here at 7.30 p.m. This is a uh, a very moving, touching, contemplative service, and uh, we warmly invite you to join us. Please note that our midweek Lenten devotional series concluded last week, um, and uh, we'll, of course, continue that tradition next year. Easter Sunday is this next Sunday at 8 and 10.30 a.m. We will have special music from trumpet, organ, and choir to help us celebrate the joy of Easter. This will also be the last service pending council's approval where you will be mandated to wear a mask. Uh, after Easter Sunday, you will, of course, have that option if you wish, uh, and we encourage you in that regard, but you will also uh, have the option to not wear a mask as well. Uh, there is a floral cross that will be set up for Easter morning. A special thank you here to Rich Mathis. This is a crowdsourced tradition. Please, please bring long-lasting flowers and greens to add to the cross on Easter morning. This is a long tradition at Queen Anne Lutheran, and it's an opportunity for us as well as the neighborhood around us uh, to uh, participate together as we celebrate uh, Easter. Finally, just a note about two upcoming forums. First, Lutheran World Relief, Not Your Mother's Quilting Group. That will be on April 24th, presented by Rich and Candy Mathis in the conference room. And then on May 1st, we'll be joined by Pastor Tim Firetag of Trinity Lutheran and Everett, a good friend of mine, who will lead us in a discussion on reconciling in Christ as we move closer to fully affirming the inclusivity of our mission statement. So this is a really important conversation, and I would encourage all of you to attend if you can. That will be from 9 to 10 on May 1st in the Fellowship Hall. That day as well, Ridwell will be visiting, I'm sorry, the week prior, Ridwell will be visiting us in the narthex. Um, it would be uh, wonderful if you stop by the table and Annalisa will say a few words during announcements that Sunday. Are there any other announcements for the good of the congregation? Then as we close, I want to say a special thank you to, to people who do some of the little things that we may not always notice. Uh, Jennifer and Chloe are the altar guild. This morning, uh, Meg helped set up uh, um, Eucharist, so thank you for that uh, effort. And thank you to all the other volunteers who in little ways make these worship services possible. I invite you now please to rise for the closing blessing. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and to be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor 
and grant you peace. Our sending hymn is Through the Night of Doubt and Sorrow, number 327 in the hymnal. 